I want everybody to eat. And maybe that's just me being a good ass person, but I want everybody to eat, whether you're in my life or not. You don't gotta sit at my table to eat. I want everybody to eat And maybe that's just me being a good ass person But I want everybody to eat whether you're in my life or not You don't gotta sit at my table to eat previously just heard was recorded a couple days ago on Sunday, May 8th. Today is Friday, May 13th. Um, I was just going to upload what you guys just heard for you as just, you know, that was just going to be the interlude. But I was like, you know what, let me give myself some time and let me do a, let me include that and then let me wait a couple days and include how I feel a couple days later just so that you guys can see like my process of just struggling with my mental health and just struggling to keep it balanced and struggling to really navigate my way through life. So honestly, how many days ago was that Sunday? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Five days ago? In a matter of five days, I think it was very important for me to make or record the audio for that because I was feeling so low I was so upset I was so just stuck in my head and I think once I'm the type of person where I'm going to go through everything on my own before I feel the need to talk about it or I'll turn to my friends after I've already really unpacked it and that was one of those situations where I decided to just completely isolate and completely cut myself off from leaning on other people because I just couldn't I couldn't bring myself to tell people what was going on I couldn't bring myself to really open up about it because the things that were on my heart and are still on my heart but I just feel differently towards them but the things that were on my heart were are so personal like and usually you know me I'm so I'll tell you anything I'll open up to you about anything I don't care what it is I use my platform and my podcast for that very reason but these particular things, I am just, they're so fresh, they're so new, they're so hard. And I personally just think I wasn't ready to talk about them until I just decided on Sunday, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to record real quick because I haven't recorded anything in so long. Like, my season four has been so prolonged and has been pushed back over and over and over again because my mental health is just not where it's at. And I think that shows that Mental health is so important, and I feel like I need to put my mental health and how I feel before my creativity, before my craft, because I can't be the best creative person and the best artist, essentially, unless I feel my very best, you know? And they do say that, you know, you get great work out of your pain and out of your hurt, but I just felt like 
in this very moment right now with what I'm going through, I really need to work through it. And I really need to start to really analyze the things that happened to me and understand that they're meant to teach me a lesson. They're not meant to break me down because realistically nothing can, nothing in this life can break me down because I've been through the worst of the worst. So I think from Sunday to now, what I've really, really worked on and what I've really, really done a great job of doing is changing my mindset. I say this all the time to you guys on this show, changing your mindset really changes your whole situation. Changing your mindset can really make the worst of the worst situations that you're going through actually not seem that bad. So I've been getting up, I've been going to work, I've been coming, I've been taking more time for myself this entire week. So my mom's car is in the shop, so me and my dad have been sharing, it's loud in here, I don't know, I'm at, my, I'm at work, and this place is just not it, but whatever. Um, my mom's car is in the shop, so me and my dad have been sharing my car, so he's been dropping me off to work, picking me up, and then going to my brother, like, we're just sharing. And I think, honestly, I don't mind it, because... Every day I come home from work and I sit outside with my dog because the weather has been beautiful in New York. Okay, sunshine. Okay, summertime. I'm, I'm fucking with the weather. I'm fucking with it. But um, I've been sitting outside with my dog and just sitting in the sun, listening to music and just taking the time for me to just be outside because I'm an earth sign. So I love to be outside, bitch. I would be outside all day, especially with my dog. Yeah. We went to the park a couple days ago, me and my dog. We have gone on walks. We have just sit outside and just chilled together. Like every single day when I've been coming home from work, that's exactly what I've been doing. Like I've been changing my clothes. I might take a shower, get up, put on some comfy clothes and just sit outside and just chill and just think and just reflect. And I think that is so important because when you're depressed and when you're going through hard times mentally, you have to find things that that make you feel like, relieved you have to find things that make you feel relaxed you have to find things that make you feel like you know what okay I can get through this and that even though it's so small and it's so little I've been sitting outside for hours I get off work at two o'clock so I get home at like 205 that's how close I live to my job and I'll be outside till like 4 four thirty. like things like that are so important to really just ref- sit down and reflect about your day and how you feel and that has truly, truly helped me. And I, I'm i proud of myself. And I say this all the time, like whenever I go through something hard, I'm always proud of myself because on Sunday, I knew I was in a really dark place. I knew I was really sad, but at the end of the day, in the back, in the very, very back of my mind, I've been through this before. I've been through this so many times. I've been knocked down. I've been, you know, through the worst of the worst shit. So I knew I was gonna get through that shit. And I'm not through it right now. That's not me saying that I'm th- over it and everything is done, hell no. But I think I'm at a point where I got to keep moving. Before, I was just comfortable in sitting in my sadness, and I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't want to get out of it. Now, I'm moving forward. I'm still in it, and I'm still working through it, but I'm moving forward. So definitely proud of myself. Definitely just excited to see. I I keep saying this this whole week. I've been saying this to myself. I think I'm going through a really, really big transition in my life and it's hard and it's scary and it's you know lonely and it's just not the happiest thing but when I'm when I come out of it I can't wait for the outcome because I know it's going to be beautiful I know I'm going to be so strong stronger than I already am which I didn't even think was possible but I'm grateful for the things that I'm going through now because they're teaching me so much they're teaching me so much about myself and about life and about 
what I deserve and what I don't want in my life and what I do want and what I want to tolerate and what I won't tolerate. You know what I'm saying? Like it's teaching me a lot about my boundaries as well. I'm setting those boundaries in my life with people in my relationships because I just want to be a better me. And a part of being a better you means putting your foot down and really getting down to the bottom of what you want in your life and what you don't want. And the shit that you don't want, make room for it to go. Because when you make room for the things that don't need to be in your life to go, your blessings come in. You can't get your blessings still entertaining the same bullshit. So I definitely think that's what I'm learning right now. And I'm very excited to come out of this. Um, I don't, unfortunately, I don't have a release date for my season four yet. I'm really working on that. It's going to be sooner than you guys think. I'm not, this is not going to be, I'm not, yeah, no. But a bitch is just getting her life together, for real. Like, I'm going to drop this for you guys literally today. And I'm not going to tell y'all, I'm just going to surprise you and drop it. You're welcome. I'm going to call it Jay's Interlude. And hopefully this gives y'all a chance to really see what I've been going through, why I've been missing in action, and just answer any questions that y'all have pertaining to my show. And it's just like, damn, like, I feel so guilty. I feel so embarrassed. I feel so ashamed because I've ruined, not even that I ruined my consistency because technically I'm, my season's over. So I can really say when I want to push it out and when I want to, you know what I'm saying? So not to, I don't really have anything to be embarrassed about, but at the end of the day, it's still like, damn, this is my brand. Like, I don't want people to be like, damn, what happened to her? Like, is she done? Like, you know, hell no. I'm not done, bitch. No, I just need some time. I'm just going through some shit. But yeah, I'm going to drop this for y'all today. And I will get y'all a release date very, very soon. Um, Yeah. I hope y'all fucking with the Jay's interlude shit. I'm trying to be on my Bryson Tiller shit. <laughs> I love y'all. I miss y'all. I'll be back soon. This is going to be an interlude of my show. Um, An interlude basically means... This is actually a new idea that I just came up with, so I'm about to make my own definition. But I'm calling it the interlude because it is a brief intermission between my seasons because we just ended season three. I haven't yet announced season four's arrival, but this will be an interlude to let you guys know where I'm at mentally and what I have going on right now in between that time. I believe that When I was 18 years old and my cousin passed away, I was diagnosed as clinically depressed. But I think that depression is something that you learn to cope with. You learn to be able to live with your depression. You learn to be able to find ways to make yourself happy. Especially when you lose someone to depression and they commit suicide so close to you. That awakens a whole different type of emotional intelligence in you because you can't let your depression overcome you. You can't let your depression get that deep. So I believe that I am someone that experiences depression. I have been someone that has experienced suicidal thoughts as well. And I remember when I went through that and I overcame it, I was so proud of myself. When I overcame it, I always thought, oh, I'm never going to go through that again. Ooh, that is never going to be me. I'm never going to let myself get that low. And at 22 years old right now, I can say that I'm I'm right there. I'm right there. Like, I'm literally right there. <laughs> literally kissing the exact 
emotions and feelings and thoughts that I felt when I was 18 going through that. And that shit is scary to me because I always thought I was okay. I always thought I overcame that, so I'm I'm in control of this shit. I have a grasp on my life. I know what I want. I know how I want to live it. I know what I want to allow. I know what I want to, you know, like, I, I thought I had a good idea of my life's purpose and living for me and not allowing things to affect me as much as they used to. But I think ever since I came back from Miami and after I turned 22, a lot of things just hit me all at one time. Like, imagine a five-car collision. I'm just saying five-car because that's really the number that came to my mind. But imagine a five-car collision. Imagine all of that. Like, that's what my head feels like. Each car is filled with, like, different problems that I have to face right now. Each car has different things that I feel right now. And they're all smashing into each other. And I got to literally take each one apart and dissect it and heal it and make sure it's okay. At 22 years old, I can say that these are two different experiences because I didn't really know the emotional intelligence that I know now. I didn't really know how my traumas affected me. I didn't really know what my traumas were really when I was 18. So now that I'm 22 and I can heal from this differently, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see the outcome. I just tweeted a couple of days ago. I'm like, I'm in such a transition phase in my life and it is so hard, but I'm excited for the outcome. And I think that is just, I'm proud of that because I haven't been feeling great. Honestly, like the past couple, the past three days, I haven't done anything. I haven't gone to work. I haven't worked out. I haven't worked on just Jay. I haven't done anything because I literally, the only thing that I'm able to do right now is merely exist. And sometimes that's okay to just wake up and say, you know what? I'm just going to exist today. That's fine. But I always had a room for myself that said, I'll give myself 48 hours to be upset about whatever I'm upset about. I'll cry, be angry, whatever I I need to feel towards whatever it is. I give myself 48 hours. It's been 72. That's the scary part for me because I've been so good at being strict on my, all right, girl, we, listen, we either going to solve the problem or we're going to keep it pushing and... I've been good on, you know what, that's not my problem to solve, so let me keep it pushing. And recently, it's been so hard. And it's just like, of course, you know, later on this season, I'm going to be joking about this when I'm healed and when I'm happy. But like, there's just so much on my plate right now. So much. Like, I damn near need a bigger plate. And it's just like, God damn. I know I, I know I'm strong. Don't get me wrong. Don't know. I know I'm strong. I don't know why I can't speak, but I know I'm strong. But it's just like when everything depression is a sickness. People don't understand that when people are depressed and when they have suicidal thoughts, they're literally sick. They can't think rationally. They can't process the concept of they're not actually alone. Because when you're depressed and when you have that mindset or when you're in that moment, You literally feel like 
you're alone. Everybody around you is, you're bothering everybody with your problems. You feel like I can't turn to anybody because nobody's going to understand me. I live by that to this day because that's really how I truly feel. I keep 80% of the things that happen to me to myself because I always say, nobody's going to understand me the way that I understand myself. And nobody's going to get it. Nobody's going to relate as much as I can. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm me. I understand my mind. That's 20% of things that I actually share with people. That's crazy. But that's one of the things that I've realized in the past 72 hours is I'm so shut off when I want to be, which is all the time. I always want to be shut off because I personally always feel taken advantage of. I always feel unappreciated. Well, I shouldn't say always feel. That's just how I'm feeling right now in the moment. But depression is really crazy. And, like, overthinking is really crazy. Like, the mind and the way your negative emotions and your negative energy can manipulate you to really feel about yourself is crazy. I think that's part of the reason I minored in psychology in school because I wanted to know why my brain did that. Like, it's... I think at this point in my life, we're always going to have problems. We're just going to get better problems. As you elevate through life, your problems are just going to get better. They're going to get they're going to be new problems. They're going to be problems that fit your lifestyle now. It's just all about how you handle them. Don't stress about the problems cuz they're always going to be there. Just handle them differently. And I think that's just what I have to tell myself every day. And it's just like, tomorrow I have one more day to merely just exist, literally. And then I have to go back to work on Tuesday. And just knowing that I have to go back to work on Tuesday is so much for my brain right now. Like, that makes me so sad because I don't want to. Like, my plate is just so full. That's all I can say. Like, without really, like, and it's full of things that I do not want to talk about. Literally. Like, I don't want to talk about any of the problems that I have right now because I think it's because they really, really hurt me. So I don't want to talk about them. So I'm going to avoid talking about them at all costs, and then I'm just going to come become numb and hard to the situation to where I'm not going to care. That's my coping mechanism for everything. Everything. It's happened so many times. Like... I talk about my relationship with a lot of my family members. I don't really care about my relationship with them because I have, I've never talked, I don't talk about it because I don't care to talk about it. So I'm not going to talk about you and I'm going to eventually forget, not even forget, I'm just going to cut you off to where you're not going to exist in my world. You don't cross my mind. That's literally what I do. If I stop talking to somebody, you are going to completely disappear from my entire world. To the point where I literally don't know you. And there's no conversation that can be had to... Like, I'm just I, I'm just so cold. I'm just so hard. Like, I'm just so... I'm not mean. I was going to say mean, but I'm not mean. I'm just, like, fed up with the bullshit that I've had to endure in my life. And I'm just not fucking with nobody. That's exactly how I could describe myself. Like, that's what phase in life I'm at. Like, bro, I don't fuck with y'all. Like, I've been through mad shit where I did fuck with people, and it just, nah, I don't fuck with nobody. Like, it's just crazy. And it's so sad, because, like, 
as I was growing, you know, 21 was the best year of my life. I said that the entire year because it really, really was. I learned so much in that year. I learned so much about like living for myself and being happy and doing whatever I want to do and just cherishing my life to the point where I'm at now where it's just like I'm so sad. I told myself this a couple days ago. I literally feel sick. I physically feel sick. Like I was driving down the street a couple days ago and I literally felt, I said it out loud to myself, oh, I, I said I could feel it coming. I said, oh, I feel it coming. And I started crying. Like, I can feel when my sadness is about to overcome me. I can feel when I'm about to, like, it's just, oh my God. My emotions are so heightened right now. Especially the sad ones. I don't know if this is sounding, if I'm making sense at all. But girl, this is this is what I'm saying. My mind is all over the place right now. Like, and it's so, literally, if I could, okay. If I could have you envision what my life feels like right now, right? Say I'm outside. I'm the only one here. I'm in like a park. There's a long pavement. It's like you can you can run on it. But there's a finish line 50 yards away. Right? And you can see the finish line tape, but it's so foggy outside. And it's drizzling. Sometimes you know the rain pours, sometimes it stops, then it drizzles. Rain is consistent throughout this entire process. It's just whether it's drizzling, pouring, or you, yeah, you get the point. Foggy. You can see the finish line, but sometimes you can't because the fog is getting so thick, but you can still see it a little bit in the, in, the, in the far pathway. And the fog has you thinking like, damn, can I really see this? Or like, is it really there? Or is the fog clouding my perception of it being really there? That's how I feel about my life. Like, I know I'm going to overcome this sad time because I can see the finish line. I've, I've literally ran this race before, and I went to the finish line, and it's in the same spot. But the fog and the rain has me so clouded that I can't see it sometimes. I know it's there, but I can't convince myself that it's there because my vision can't see it. That's how I would describe my life right now. And when I say it's either drizzling or it's pouring or it's not, is because... Every day is something new. Every day I'm either okay, chilling, you know, there's no rain, I'm just chilling, it's just foggy, whatever. Drizzling, okay, I'm having an okay day, you know, whatever. Pouring, I'm having a bad day. It depends. It literally depends. It's been raining for the past three days in New York, too, so that's why that played well in the analogy, but... And I like the rain. I like the rain now. I think, let's see, that's, that's bad, because I just said I like the rain, and I really don't fucking like the rain. I like summertime and spring. I like the rain because it's feeding into my depression. I like the rain because I literally have been in the house doing nothing because it's been raining and chilling in my bed. That's why it's feeding into my unproductivity. Ooh, I just read myself to the gods. See, that's another thing. Like, when I be having moments like this with myself, I be reading myself because it's like, I know what I be doing wrong. I know what I need to change in my, in my mind. It's just the habit of doing it. I haven't even had any, like, motivation to do anything about season four. I know people are waiting for a season four. I said there would be an announcement. Girl, like, I literally am struggling to even exist right now. And, like, that makes me sad because this is something I love. This is something I really, really love. This is something I just want to get better at. This is something that I really 
feel like I'm good at. I feel like I have a good thing going here. Like I've gotten so much love and so much feedback from this podcasting. Like my whole Just J brand that I'm building is really dope and I could really execute it if I had every resource that I need to do it. And I'm trying to get that shit together slowly, slowly, but surely. But the literal premise of it is that every problem that I'm facing in my life right now, that shit is on the back burner. Because in order for me to put all my effort into this podcast, I need, I'm going to level up. I need new shit. It's a, if we're on season four. We got to level up. We can't keep doing the same things that we've been doing. Like, I just, I want to be a better podcast. I want to be a good podcast. I want to be a podcast that's presented well, that looks professional. I want that. And I don't feel like I'm there yet. So, I will say that your girl is trying. That's really all I could say right now. Like, even when I think about doing any podcast work, it's just like, bro, I can't. You can't be creative when your 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 mental is so fucked up. You can't be creative and give your truest, authentic self when you don't feel good. Because when I feel good, I put out good work. My show has shown for it. Like, it's grown. It's been everything that it was supposed to be. And it's going to continue to grow. But I need to be okay to do that. And I just... I'm in a transition in life. It's such a hard one. Very difficult, very lonely, very low. But I know there's going to be a really, really good outcome at the end of this. I don't know what it is. I don't know what life is preparing me for. But I know it's something good. I know it is. Like, I know it. But it's just like, I'd be so sad. So I'd be forgetting about the good thing that I'm going to get, that I'm going to get, that I'm going to get now. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to drop an interlude so y'all knew how I feel. And I don't want to be that sad fucking podcast, bro. I feel like a lot of my episodes are not necessarily sad, but they're on topics that are emotional, you know, that can tug at your heartstrings a little bit. And there are some funny ones and there are some... You know, just regular conversation. You know, like, my podcast is very versatile, but I don't want to keep doing the sad girl. Even though people are going to relate to the sad girl anyway, because we are some sad girls or bad girls. (laughs) But still, like, I want to feel good. I want to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I could still get good content with being, you know, pure and showing my journey through this book. I want to be good. I want to be happy. So... Every day, I'm just pouring, trying to trying to show more love to myself. And I'm proud of myself because the last three days, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to enjoy my weekend. And I was very productive. I did mad laundry, girl. Hold on. Cleaned my room. What? Did my hair. Did my nails. What? Baby, I did a lot. And I'm proud of myself. And I um, changed my sheets and did my, made my bed earlier today. What? And then tomorrow I'm going to clean off my dresser and yeah, see like that's, that's a positive, healthy way that I, what I, uh, that I learned from the first time that I went through this hard ass time in my life. You got to find positive, healthy ways to get through your day. 
that are being productive, but not necessarily taking too much out of you. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you're depressed, you literally don't have energy to do anything. So when you do have energy, do it, have it, do something that, you know, you either enjoy doing or you know is going to benefit you. Like cleaning my room, doing laundry, that's just going to benefit me for the week, you know? So proud of myself for doing that. But I'm trying to remember what I was going to say before about my little interlude. Damn, what was I really going to say? I need to work on being more, I don't, not, not necessarily more, I need to work on my hyper-independency. Because I think that I always have to handle everything on my own and I necessarily don't. Like, the people around me, that's really what they're there for, to be the people around you and be there for you, you know? That's why we work so hard to pick our circles and pick our friends and... Well, I do. I work very hard to find people that I know is going to love me and be there for me. And, like, the people around me are amazing people. But it's just that that depression always has this way to convince you that you have to go through it alone. Convince you that, no, nah, they don't want to hear your problems. No, nah, they have their own problems. Depression is scary as fuck. Depressed people are really sick. Like, they really are sick. Like, literally. And I don't mean, like, crazy, but they're literally ill. Like, people don't take that as serious as they should. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I found this girl had gone viral on Twitter because everybody found her Instagram page when she posted. Because a couple days ago, she posted her suicide note on Instagram and then killed herself right afterwards. And I saw that shit on Twitter, and I swear to God, that shit triggered me so bad because that is the moment that I can pinpoint to where I felt extremely sad like sadness just overcame me I think just seeing her like note and reading it and being that I've read a suicide note before in my life for somebody that I love and they actually followed through with it and were successful in killing themselves like that shit was a trigger immediately I was so, like, literally once I read it, and I I said, I was, I think I was at work when I read it. Yes, I was at work when I read it, and it, I remember sitting at work just so, like, wow. Like, it literally triggered me. And I think that's why I feel the way I feel, because it just triggered a whole bunch of emotions that I was already holding in, and just trying to, all right, well, I'll put this one in my bag, whatever, you know, keep it pushing. It triggered all my emotions to spill over and fall out. And now I have to clean up this mess. It's like a when you spill over a mop bucket and the spill is like mad big. Yeah, that's how I feel. And you only have a mop to clean it up. You don't got no paper towels, no nothing. So you got to work. You either got to let this shit dry <laughs> completely, <laughs> all this water. Or you're going to have to roll your sleeves up and mop that shit up. Hour by hour, day by day. I'm just so good with the analogies today. Wow, that was a good one. But I'm going to call this one Jay's Interlude. Ooh, that's hard. Now, what am I, Bryson Tiller or something? <laughs> what am I, Bryson Tiller or something? <laughs> nah, to end this off, I will say, because it's just going to be a little quick thing, but 
to end this off, I will say, okay, I'm going to say a, a, not, not a number of things, but I'm just going to say a few things. One, it's Mental Health Awareness Month too. That's why this is extremely important that I show this and that I support anything, you know what I'm saying? So it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Your mental is so important every day. Mental health is always important, always, always, always. And I think sometimes we forget, we think that it's not that important, we push it to the side. No, your mental health is extremely important, so take care of it. I don't care what amount of work you have to do, I don't care how long you have to do it, do it. Because that work is always necessary, that work is always going to improve your life, that work is always going to improve your growth, so do it. I would also say enjoy your life. Like, I think me going to Miami was super cool. It was a great experience for me. I had so much fun, first of all. And traveling and doing stuff like that, like celebrating your life is so important. And I think you have to celebrate your life with the people that mean the most to you and the people that add value to your life and the people that pour into you just as much as you pour into them. I think you really, really have to be strategic with who you allow in your circle and picking your friends and picking the the tribe that you decide to build for your life and for your environment while also building yourself to be a good person to want to be around as well for others' environment. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to get through it. Whatever you're going through, whatever I'm going through, we're going to get through it. And we're going to be better than the last year. But that hard road is always worth taking, though. Don't take the easier route just because you feel like it's easier and it's quicker. Take the hard road. You never know what you're going to learn. You never know what you'll learn about yourself. You never know what, you know, how your mindset will change. Take the hard road. And understand that there's always a finish line. Always. So, what you previously just heard was recorded a couple of days ago on Sunday, May 8th. Today is Friday, May 13th. Um, I was just going to upload what you guys just heard for you as just, you know, that was just going to be the interlude. But I was like, you know what, let me give myself some time and let me do a... Let me include that and then let me wait a couple days and include how I feel a couple days later just so that you guys can see like my process of just struggling with my mental health and just struggling to keep it balanced and struggling to really navigate my way through life. So honestly, how many days ago was that Sunday? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Five days ago? In a matter of five days, I think it was very important for me to make or record the audio for that because I was feeling so low. I was so upset. I was so just stuck in my head. And I think once I'm the type of person where I'm going to go through everything on my own before I feel the need to talk about it, or I'll turn to my friends after I've already really unpacked it. And that was one of those situations where I decided to just completely isolate and completely cut myself off from leaning on other people because I just couldn't I couldn't bring myself to tell people what was going on I couldn't bring myself to 
really open up about it because the things that were on my heart and are still on my heart, but I just feel differently towards them. But the things that were on my heart were, are so personal. Like, and usually, you know me, I'm so, I'll tell you anything. I'll open up to you about anything. I don't care what it is. I use my platform and my podcast for that very reason. But these particular things, I am just, they're so fresh. They're so new. They're so hard. And I personally just think I wasn't ready to talk about them until I just decided on Sunday. I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to record real quick because I haven't recorded anything in so long. Like my season four has been so prolonged and has been pushed back over and over and over again because my mental health is just not where it's at and I think that shows that mental health is so important and I feel like I need to put my mental health and how I feel before my creativity before my craft because I can't be the best creative person and the best artist essentially unless I feel my very best you know and they do say that you know you get great work out of your pain and out of your hurt but I just felt like in this very moment right now with what I'm going through, I really need to work through it. And I really need to start to really analyze the things that happened to me and understand that they're meant to teach me a lesson. They're not meant to break me down because realistically nothing can, nothing in this life can break me down because I've been through the worst of the worst. So I think from Sunday to now, what I've really, really worked on and what I've really, really done a great job of doing is changing my mindset. I say this all the time to you guys on this show, changing your mindset really changes your whole situation. Changing your mindset can really make the worst of the worst situations that you're going through actually not seem that bad. So I've been getting up, I've been going to work, I've been coming, I've been taking more time for myself this entire week. So my mom's car is in the shop, so me and my dad have been sharing, it's loud in here, I don't know, I'm at, my, I'm at work, and this place is just not it, but whatever. Um, my mom's car is in the shop, so me and my dad have been sharing my car, so he's been dropping me off to work, picking me up, and then going to my brother, like, we're just sharing. And I think, honestly, I don't mind it, because every day I come home from work, and I sit outside with my dog, because the weather has been beautiful in New York, okay, sunshine, okay, summertime, I'm, I'm fucking with the weather, I'm fucking with it, but um, I've been sitting outside with my dog, and just sitting in the sun, listening to music, and just taking the time for me to just be outside, because I'm an earth sign, so I love to be outside, bitch, I would be outside all day, especially with my dog, yeah, we went to the park a couple days ago, me and my dog, we have gone on walks, we have just sit outside and just chill together, like, Every single day when I've been coming home from work, that's exactly what I've been doing. Like, I've been changing my clothes. I might take a shower, get up, put on some comfy clothes, and just sit outside and just chill and just think and just reflect. And I think that is so important because when you're depressed and when you're going through hard times mentally, you have to find things that that make you feel, like, relieved. You have to find things that make you feel relaxed. You have to find things that make you feel like, you know what, okay, I can get through this. And that, even though it's so small and it's so little, I've been sitting outside for hours. I get off work at 2 o'clock, so I get home at like 2.05. That's how close I live to my job. And I'll be outside till like 4, 4.30. Like, things like that are so important to really just ref- sit down and reflect about your day and how you feel. And that has truly, truly helped me. And I... I'm proud of myself, and I say this all the time, like, whenever I go through something hard, I'm always proud of myself, because 
on Sunday, I knew I was in a really dark place. I knew I was really sad. But at the end of the day, in the back, in the very, very back of my mind, I've been through this before. I've been through this so many times. I've been knocked down. I've been, you know, through the worst of the worst shit. So I knew I was going to get through that shit. And I'm not through it right now. That's not me saying that I'm over it and everything is done. Hell no. But I think I'm at a point where I got to keep moving. Before, I was just comfortable in sitting in my sadness. And I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't want to get out of it. Now, I'm moving forward. I'm still in it. I'm still working through it. But I'm moving forward. So definitely proud of myself. Definitely just excited to see. I I keep saying this this whole week. I've been saying this to myself. I think I'm going through a really, really big transition in my life. And it's hard and it's scary and it's, you know, lonely. And it's just not the happiest thing. But when I'm when I come out of it, I can't wait for the outcome because I know it's going to be beautiful. I know I'm going to be so strong, stronger than I already am, which I didn't even think was possible. But I'm grateful for the things that I'm going through now because they're teaching me so much. They're teaching me so much about myself and about life and about what I deserve and what I don't want in my life and what I do want and what I want to tolerate and what I won't tolerate. You know what I'm saying? Like it's teaching me a lot about my boundaries as well. I'm setting those boundaries in my life with people in my relationships because I just want to be a better me. And a part of being a better you means putting your foot down and really getting down to the bottom of what you want in your life and what you don't want. And the shit that you don't want, make room for it to go. Because when you make room for the things that don't need to be in your life to go, your blessings come in. You can't get your blessings still entertaining the same bullshit. So I definitely think that's what I'm learning right now. And I'm very excited to come out of this. Um, I don't, unfortunately, I don't have a release date for my season four yet. I'm really working on that. It's going to be sooner than you guys think. I'm not, this is not going to be, I'm not, yeah, no. But a bitch is just getting her life together, for real. Like, I'm going to drop this for you guys literally today. And I'm not going to tell y'all. I'm just going to surprise you and drop it. You're welcome. I'm going to call it Jay's Interlude. And hopefully this gives y'all a chance to really see what I've been going through, why I've been missing in action, and just answer any questions that y'all have pertaining to my show. And it's just like, damn, like, I feel so guilty I feel so embarrassed I feel so ashamed because I've ruined not even that I ruined my consistency because technically I'm my season's over so I can really say when I want to push shit out and when I want to you know what I'm saying so not to I don't really have anything to be embarrassed about but at the end of the day it's still like damn this is my brand like I don't want people to be like damn what happened to her like is she done like you know hell no I'm not done bitch no I just need some time I'm just going through some shit But yeah, I'm going to drop this for y'all today and I will get y'all a release date very, very soon. Um, Yeah. I hope y'all fucking with the Jay's interlude shit. I'm trying to be on my Bryson Tiller shit. (laughs) I love y'all. I miss y'all. I'll be back soon.